Hey, this is Tom Gray. Welcome to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. This is for release date Wednesday, February the 15th, 2023. This is a special episode. It's number two of four parts of Valentine's Week. And so we know the love is the most powerful force in the universe. And so we're giving it some extra attention thanks to just our growing army of listeners and fellow revolutionaries who've sent in some great questions. The one we want to tackle today is, could you give any wisdom and insight into the transition into empty nesting? And this one's near and dear to my heart because that's the transition we are in. So full disclosure, my wife, Dana, and I, at this point, we've launched two out of our three and man, we are feeling the weight of what's coming as our third and final son is in his last semester of high school and about to about to fly the coop, about to head out. And so let me tackle it on two levels, cover all of it with this caveat that, man, you, it, I'm sure you can give me some sympathy. I'm a learner. <laughs> I'm, I'm by no means an expert and haven't got this figured out. So I'll share from what I'm learning. And let me, let's deal with it on two levels. First of all, the marriage relationship. And second, the, the relationship with the kids who are now gone or, or, or leaving and launching. And so on the marriage side, I love learning. I love learning from others that have gone before me. I feel like my whole life, God's kind of set me up with great mentor, role model kinds of people. And over and over, the couples in my life that I'm close to who are a few steps ahead of me, they just keep raving about you know, <laughs> the emptiness stage. They love it, you know, in terms of their marriage, at least, obviously. And so what I think is happening, and we've begun to see it happen, is certainly all of a sudden, you know, my wife and I, and your, your wife and you or your spouse and you, you're going to have more time <laughs> than you had previously. And so use that time, enjoy that time, invest that time. That's what we've begun to do and what we certainly intend to do even more. And, you know, it is a transition and transitions can be tough. And, and it's like, oh, everything just changed and how we were doing things now has to be altered. But I think if we can, with just a little bit of insight and a little bit of intentionality, man, we can make this awesome. And so we've got to recognize that some extra time is available and we got to choose how to use it, choose to use it wisely, choose to use it. And some of those things we talked about yesterday on yesterday's episode, you know, some of build that camaraderie. My mentor has said to me, you know, you guys, me and my wife, you got to find your thing or, or, you know, your things. What are those things? Boy, this is a new, we've got a, almost a blank slate or a clean slate in a sense to grow together as human beings, much less husband and wife, you know? So uh, let's find ways to do that. What are some new hobbies we want to learn, pick up? What are some new skills? What are some new uh, missions? And, And I would, here's my two cents on this. I think it's going to be much more rewarding. Not that we can't just do things that are recreational and just fun. And even the things that are recreational and fun are significant in building the camaraderie, building the relationship. But let's not just do, you know, the, the hobby things and the recreational things. Let's not, let's not go into what I think is a, a dangerous retirement almost kind of mindset where I'm just going to kick back and do nothing or kick back and just collect seashells or kick back and fly kites. A better investment, I believe, which will pay bigger dividends even relationally and just joy in life. Find meaningful investments to make together. It's not just, hey, we started up, started hiking together, but yeah, that's great. But then I don't know, what, what's a a service project, a mission project, maybe with your church or a make a difference in the world, a mentoring project. Your kids are gone, but man, I don't know. There's ways to 
kind of pass on what you've experienced to, to people coming along behind you with, with younger kids. And uh, there's, there's lots of those things. So I think that's key. I think, you know, this, this could be a rude awakening kind of an adjustment for many couples who had been so consumed together around the project of raising the kids that they really have kind of lost each other in that journey. And so if that's the case for you, you kind of wake up one day, the nest is empty and you look at each other and you're looking at a stranger and you go, I, you know, I don't even know who you are. We've kind of interacted over coordinating schedules and who's picking up who and who's dropping off where. And now, you know, we're kind of back to uh, square one. So sometimes that can be daunting, scary. Uh, we feel like we've lost something, but it is not, if I can encourage you, it's not too late to start fresh, even start over in a sense if you have to. Uh, but do it. Let's do it, right? And so let's get back to, hey, I, yeah, we're going to start dating again. We're going to start getting to know each other again. We're going to start, you know, making the, the, the intentional investment of conversation time, of activity together time, of interest in each other's interests. Uh, we're going to ask questions of each other, like we're just getting to know each other for the very first time. So I don't know. I hope that helps a little bit. Now, the, on the other side, the parenting, at least I share that, that's what we're in the middle of trying to do and, and intending to do. And we're going to travel together. We're going to do things that when you're in the throes of the parenting struggle, you, you just can't, you don't have time. Of course, I, you know, you got the, we're in the middle of the, we're not having any, we don't have any money because the kids are not, a couple of them are in college. So we can't just flit off on, on elaborate vacations. But if you do, <laughs> we're hoping maybe someday, you know, out from under the financial burdens, uh, we will be able to, you know, go see places we haven't seen before. So if you can do that, do it. I think I, that sounds awesome. Uh, we're looking forward to that. But on the kids side, this is a ma major transition, isn't it? They're out from under your roof. They're adults. They're gone. Here's counsel that I've received. I'll pass on, and we're trying. Just some fundamental things. First, this. Yes, they're gone in a sense, but keep building relationship. The nature of the relationship has changed. Recognize that. You're not their, you're always their parent, but you're not their parent in the sense of holding them accountable to every little thing, checking up on them on every little thing, covering for them those things. We've got to release and release them even in terms of the the kind of re relating that we engage with with them. We want to keep relating. We want to keep reaching out. We want to keep building relationship, but fundamentally it's different. We're going to move more into that advisor role and friend role. We're not the controller. We're not the guide. We're not the protector. And ultimately, we're not the provider. And so we've got to release them to full adulthood. And I know if they're going to college or something like that, some of those things still have some transition to them. You know, they're going to be a little bit financially dependent on us until they get the job where they're dependent on themselves. Here's how I envision making that transition, how we're trying to make that transition as we expect. As we build relationship and as we release, I want to respect my children as adults. I want to respect them as adults. Hands off. Don't, don't treat them like I used to, right? I treat them like a fellow adult. But part of respecting them as an adult is expecting them to be adults. And so we do communicate that. You're paying for this. You get in trouble for that. It's on you. You know, you're not getting bailed out. And that's a part of respecting them is letting them live in the adult world with its adult size consequences, perhaps. 
And so I, I think this is a, obviously this is a big shift in how we have related to them and parented them. I, and just some things some people have advised me that is this, in that new relationship, more friend than fatherly, listen more than you advise. Listen over advising. Don't always give advice. Don't always give advice. I think that's the key to actually having them sporadically ask for advice is not to keep giving it relentlessly, but listen relentlessly. That's, that'll fuel friendship building. That will fuel relationship building. Be a great listener. Let them just talk. You want them to talk, shut up when they talk. It'll enable them to talk more. So listen more than advise. Number two, accept more than correct. It's easy to forget how much of a knucklehead I was when I was 20, 22, right? How, how immature my thought processes were, how idiotic, honestly, many of my decisions were. Let your kids, we, let's let our kids kind of learn some of those things like we did along the way, oftentimes the hard way. We don't always have to jump in and correct every goofy thought they've got, every, every mindset or, or perspective that's immature and not very sound, you know? So accept them, even with their naive worldview, right? Accept them. They say it, just accept them. Hey, we're going to go get a tattoo. Okay. You're an adult now. We respect you. Yeah. If that's your case, you know, accept them and then just, just listen over advising, accept them more than correct them. Don't correct every little thing that could be corrected along the way. And then the final one is encourage more than coach. Yeah. Just cheer them on, applaud anything that's even remotely applaudable more than coach. You know, we, we got to move out of coach role, move out of corrector role, move out of, let me give you my advice role and, and transition. And we can, we can build that relationship. We can treat them with respect, expect them to grow into full-blown, fully contributing to society adults, fully responsible adults by listening, accepting them and encouraging them. And every now and then they may come back and go, Hey, you know, you really weren't so dumb after all mom and dad. And what do you, what do I do here in this case? How do I handle this situation? And then we'll be available. We'll have relationship out of which to help them in those ways that we will still have opportunity occasionally to help them. But then I hope, I hope it goes and how I pray it goes with our kids is that we get to enjoy, you know, watching them spread their wings and go and yeah, skin their knee along the way. And yeah, have heartaches along the way and have hard things to deal with. But yeah, welcome to life, right? Welcome to adulthood. And so hopefully we let them fly and we enjoy watching them fly. And then we learn to fly again with our spouse after we've launched our kids. So hopefully that helps. Hey, man, let's keep learning and growing. Uh, we do. We want to help you make the most of what matters most. And we do. We want to lead a revolution of souls in society. If you've got any follow-up stuff, comments, or questions from today or yesterday's episode, shoot them to me. You can uh, email me. Find our email address on our website, thisstuffmatters.net. If you could, download these episodes. That does help us share them with folks if you think it's beneficial to anybody we really are about trying to spread this movement and make the biggest difference we possibly can and so thanks for being a part of it this is tom gray and this stuff matters <laughs>